Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with part two of our discussion on what it means for a believer to be filled with the Spirit. The scripture reference for this week is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, Be Filled with the Spirit, Part 2. When you're full of something, it is controlling or exerting at least some control on what you do. To be filled with sorrow is to be overcome by sorrow. To be filled with faith is to be controlled by what you believe. Try it with any of the other things. The idea is obvious. Joy, love, hope, faith, jealousy, rage, anger, comfort, hatred, etc. Now, one more tidbit and we'll quit until we come back. In these examples, fill the verb, either one of them, is always used in the passive voice. Now, that gives me goose pimples. And those of you that have started in our beginning Greek class, hang in there. Before long, you'll understand what that means. But what it means when something is in the passive voice, it means that the subject isn't doing the action. The subject is receiving the results of the action. So, you don't fill yourself from the inside with the Holy Spirit, you receive the filling from Him. He is the outside agent. Filling of the Holy Spirit is not something you muster up. You yield to it. As if you said, you know, I, I would like to act as if my IQ is 70 points lower than it is, I think I'll go get drunk. You can, you can choose to give up your abilities to do things, or you can choose to receive what the Holy Spirit can do for you. Now, next time, we'll be talking about positively how to be filled and the results of filling. But just in case, you don't want to wait until next Sunday when we open Ephesians again to allow the Spirit to control you, let me give you a couple of hints. If you want the Holy Spirit to be in control of your life, it's up to you. He, he's not sitting around saying, well, uh, I'm sorry, Jim. I, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday are your days for filling. This is Monday. No, he's always willing to fill you, and I'll show you that the Scripture teaches that. But understand, it's your choice. You make the decisions to act the way that you know the Holy Spirit would have you to act. You will find Him in control of you. 
you will find that you experience blessings that come along with being filled with the Holy Spirit. So let me give you a couple of hints, okay? Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is, all right, fruit, that's what's born from the tree. What the Holy Spirit produces are these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? If you're in a situation where there is another human being present, show love. Do what's best for that other person. You're in a situation that might be difficult. Stand in the joy that only God can give. You're feeling frazzled. You're feeling anxious. Choose to remain firmly planted in the peace. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Patience. Deal with something difficult. Take a step back. Slow down. Be patient. Show kindness. You have an opportunity to influence somebody else. Do goodness. Faithfulness. Keep your promises. Act according to the faith. Follow through. Be gentle. Uh, you know what? I, we have this big primary election uh, coming up this, this Tuesday. Isn't it wonderful to see these things on television and get them out of your mailbox and, and hear them on the radio? All the kind, gentle, edifying things that people are saying. I mean, it must be nothing but the devil himself and his demons running for office with what everybody else thinks. That's anti-Christian. That's why it's so hard for a Christian to ever get elected if he acts like a Christian. Gentle, self-control. Self-control. Like, you know, choose not to do things that tend to make you lose control of your mind, your balance, your thinking, your words. All right, that's one hint. Choose those things. Boy, you're going to be walking with the Spirit every time you do. Here's another one. Now, you might not have thought of this passage, but I have. Ephesians 5.18 says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Here's a, a passage you may have never thought of as having anything to do with how to be Spirit-filled. Keep reading. Next verse, next three verses, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Find a group of Christians to get together with and sing God's praises, sing His Word. It's edifying. It's joyful. It's worshipful. It honors God. That's part of being Spirit-filled. Anybody who is under the control of the Holy Spirit wants to be with the people in whom the Spirit dwells. That's normal. Then he goes on to say, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God. You can rejoice in the midst of any circumstance because you know your loving Heavenly Father is sovereign and He is good and is in His providence. He causes all things to work together for good to them 
who love Him, who are called according to His purpose, as Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says. I don't read that and go too far. You, you know, I'm not saying, okay, I really think you should give thanks because of that child that you heard about that was abducted, raped, tortured, and murdered. No, you don't give thanks because that happened. You give thanks to God that in the midst of that horrible evil that God can bend evil to be used for His eternal purposes. Now, that'll make your mind overheat when you ponder that, but it could use some warmth. Giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Father, to God even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. There's two one another's in that verse. Um, speaking to one another psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, subjecting yourself to one another in the fear of Christ. If somebody is under the control of the Holy Spirit, they love nothing more than getting underneath a fellow believer, bearing the burdens, lifting them up, encouraging them, praying for them, helping them, meeting their needs. Now, one final word. I don't want you to get the wrong idea that being filled with the Holy Spirit is effortless on your part. I already told you. It's contingent upon you making important decisions moment by moment. Remember, this immediately follows the last occurrence of the word walk in the book of Ephesians. This is part of your walk, picking up one foot, putting it in front of the other, making progress, moving forward, heading toward a goal. This is part of your walk. And I didn't say it's effortless. I didn't even say it's easy. I'm saying it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. I found the words of another preacher who... who, um, who put it this way, Christian gospel is a cross, the symbol of suffering and sacrifice, of hurt and pain and humiliation and rejection. I want no part of a Christian message which does not call me to involvement, requires of me no sacrifice, takes from me no comfort, requires of me less than the best I have to give. The duty of a Christian is to be faithful, not popular or successful. Be faithful. You will find the Spirit of God empowering you for every good thing that God desires for you to do. And let's pray. Our Father, thank You for, well, thank You for Your Holy Spirit. Thank You that when we have yielded to Christ and accepted the free gift of eternal life that only He can give, that You grant, us, grant to us Your Holy Spirit and that not only does He dwell within us, but He teaches us. He gives us wisdom. He encourages. He exhorts us. He, he enables us and grants us the, the energy to, to fulfill every good work that You've designed for us to do. Oh, Father, may we make wise decisions to do the things that cause Your Spirit to be in control of our lives, applying the Spirit-inspired Word to everything that we do. Have Your way with us, whatever we need, if it's conviction, if it's rebuke, if it's encouragement, if it's boldness, if it's just stamina to carry on. Have Your way with us and get Yourself glory through us, we pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.